step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome back. You're listening to the County Fantasy Sports Podcast on WBLZ Sports. And, hey, unlike Dean Ambrose, who was called out for having no balls by John Cena, WBLZ Sports has balls, man. Nice. We, we've we got balls here over at WBLZ Sports. Uh, if you don't believe me, go check out the website, WBLZSports.com. Listen to the shows. Check out the t-shirts. 15 bucks. Join the movement. That's that's going to be my way of saying it from now on. I think I'm the only one that's called it the movement. Right. It's going to be like the yes movement, man. I like it. Good, good plug. <laughs> good plug. But uh, today... All we're doing is previews of week number two. Let's kick it off with Cincy at Pitt. You got much on this game you looking for? Yeah, A.J. Green. A.J. Green. <laughs> yeah, if you look at his numbers the last four games against Pittsburgh, and he, he just destroys them. It's not a secret really anymore. He loves playing Pitt, and once again, he's going to show it. Mm-hmm. I have him as my number two wide receiver this week, and overall, probably my number two flex option. I would probably agree with that. I've got my notes he's going to continue his hot start i expect him to get a ton of targets like last week mm-hmm. and i expect him to catch the majority of them double digit catches is not out of the question this week either Mm-mm. um i'm hoping geo and uh jeremy hill actually i hope they both get involved more because they were kind of second thought last week yeah hill got the touchdown we talked about that but I want to see them get involved more, and I want to see Tyler Boyd more involved. I, I don't care about Brandon LaFell. Yeah, it, it just pisses me off, really. Yeah, I, I want to see Tyler Boyd, not Brandon LaFell. Zampezi, are you listening? Come on, man. <laughs> Tyler Eifert will not be playing. Already ruled out, seen it on Twitter. So we'll get more than likely a few more weeks of that one guy you mentioned. I can't remember his CJ name. CJ Uzoma, I think yeah. is how you pronounce it. We'll get to see him some more. That's about it on Cincy's side. D'Angelo, surefire top three back the next two weeks. Yeah, I'm at th- top three. Yeah, top three yeah. in my book. I don't even know that. I have him at four right now, but to be fair, I have Peterson ahead of him. And oh, yeah. That could easily be flip-flop. Mm-hmm. So, top three until Bell returns. Antonio Brown, top player overall until Bell returns, in my opinion. I know that's not the popular opinion. He's probably going to be the top player on a lot of people's boards, probably every week. I actually I think AJ Green outperforms him this, this week? week. Yeah, I, I, like had, that. I had Brown as my wide receiver three. Really? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll reveal my number one later. Okay. Okay, I like that. Um, definitely want to see if Eli Rogers or Roger is Rogers. Yeah. Eli Rogers is for real. This this is his chance. Uh, I want to see Wheaton get on the field. He was out last week with an injury. I'd like to see him get on the field and see how he's going to be used with Rodgers emerging. Mm-hmm. And Sammy Coates is still there, so what are they going to do? they got four pretty good options, in yeah. my opinion. Uh, and if you're desperate tight end, Jesse James is a fine tight end. And, I mean, he's not going to do anything special, but he's solid play. I don't know how much work he's actually going to get this week. I think he'll have to do a lot more pass blocking this week than he was forced to last week. You're probably week. right with that one. Uh, anything else in that game? What do you see, or what do you expect from you know Big Ben and Dalton? I think the quarterbacks are going to be fine in this one. Big Ben, solid. He's got he's throwing it to Antonio Brown. Right. Andy Dalton, I'm not a fan of him, but going against Pittsburgh at Pitt, he'll probably have to throw the ball quite a bit. Yeah, I think Dalton will be a top 15 play this mm-hmm. week. And right now I have Roethlisberger at 11. So, I mean, I mean, right outside the top 10. If you're starting either of those quarterbacks, you're fine. For sure. Moving on to Tennessee and Detroit. I'm hoping this uh, Titans offense doesn't give up any touchdowns this week. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great way to put it. <laughs> Wore me out, which you were there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 
Uh, your boy Sharp, I like him in PPR. He's solid. See, I don't really like him this week. You don't like him this week? No, because I think Darius Slay is going to be shadowing him. I, I made a note. I was just like, it's going to be interesting to see if, you know, they put Slay on Sharp and mm-hmm. just try taking him away. I, I or... think that's what they should do, to be honest. If I'm Detroit, that's what I would plan for. I mean, last week we didn't get to see that just because Indianapolis has so many more weapons yeah. in the wide receiver department than Tennessee does. And uh, Slay was – Forced pretty much to do that last year towards the second half of the year, and he did a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't see them shying away from that. He's a real good corner. Yeah, I like him. But maybe, maybe Sharp can still catch six or seven balls. Maybe not a ton of yards, but solid floor in PPR. Uh, I need more Delaney Walker. Yeah, I, I think this you. would be a good game for Delaney Walker. That we saw Dwayne Allen and Jack Doyle find the end zone three times. Surely Delaney Walker can true. at least find it once. Very true. And especially if, you know, if Sharp does end up being shadowed by Slay, that'll mm-hmm. open, open up a lot more for Delaney Walker. Mm-hmm. What are you expecting from DeMarco? Just the average game. I mean, running back two, low end, is what I have him as right now. And you know, I think he's going to be catching the ball still like he did last week, and that'll help his, his floor out at least. Mm-hmm. And he might find the end zone. but. Mm-hmm. Nah. I'm not expecting as big of a day from him as he had last week. Two touchdowns really helped yeah. his numbers out yeah. a lot. But I think he's solid low-end running back, too, like you said. I like him there. Uh, I like a lot of what Detroit's bringing to the table, especially in the passing game mm-hmm. in this I, I agree. game. I have Marvin Jones as a very high-end wide receiver three. Really? And knocking on that wide receiver two door and – Golden Tate's just a few spots behind him on my rankings, mm-hmm. or in my rankings. On or in? Either or, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> but I really like Marvin Jones. I think he's got a higher ceiling than Tate, but Tate's got the floor. Right. I mean, he caught seven balls, yeah. seven targets, right. 100% batting 1,000 this year. So he's got the floor. And Ebron, I think he's kind of a, he's a good play this week, yeah, I believe. Yeah, he is. He is. Kyle Rudolph made some noise against Tennessee last mm-hmm. week. And that's Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, and Ebron emerges a red zone target last week mm-hmm. as well. So that also helps his cause. Very true. What do you think your boy Theo's going to do? Um, I'm trying to stay grounded about that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think we'll see as big of a performance as we did last week, but he will be involved in the passing game. Mm-hmm. I see no reason to think why he still can't come away with you know, five or six catches. So PPR, he's still going to be a solid running back. Mm-hmm. Uh and Abdullah is a guy. He's hard to yeah, really this week. nail down this week. Yeah, I'm not sure what to think because last year he tricked us all. Week one he had a great performance, mm-hmm. then fell off the map. Yeah, and the Titans did just hold Adrian Peterson to 31 rushing yards on 19 carries. Very true. So that should also be taken into consideration. Very true. Uh, anything else we need to cover in this game? Um. I think Stafford's in for a really good week. Stafford, yeah. And Mariota's going to have to do some work with his legs, I think, mm-hmm. to put up decent numbers. Could have a nice floor right there. Because mm-hmm. you get a quarterback that can run the football, they can throw for 170 yards. If they've got 50 yards rushing, you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. That, Cam Newton is the definition of that. <laughs> I mean, tough matchup last week, and he – Still put up 20-something points, I believe, yeah, in standard. I think it came out to 23-something around like there. That. Yeah. But, hey, I will say this. Derek Carr still outscored him in the league that I started Derek Carr over Cam Newton. Nice. So Pull the trigger. I like the it. right call. <laughs> we'll just move on to uh, Baltimore and Cleveland. This, <laughs> I, I'm not going to have any heartburn if I do not have a single player in this game. Yeah, I, I fully agree. I know uh, Perriman is dealing with a calf issue, I believe. Oh, goodness. That's so he has good. like a little minor setback. And some people are calling for Mike Wallace to still have a decent game. But, I mean, I can see it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm not willing to start him. No. No. I do uh, see Duke Johnson and Barnkowski having a bounce back week. Definitely. That, that will help. Especially with RG3 on uh, your boy Luke McCown under center. That's good news for those too for sure i do want to see how mccown treats prior who's i mean even though people don't like him he's been the conversion has really went well for Mm -hmm. him going to from a quarterback to a wide receiver maybe maybe he still gets some long targets i don't know we'll see it'll be tough because like you said 
on uh, Wednesday's episode. Uh, he's more of a game manager, and he's not one to just yeah. He, he's not gonna. He's he's smart enough to know that his job's to go in there, not turn over the ball, get the offense moving, mm-hmm. keep it on schedule, not go out there and win them the game with two, three passes. <laughs> True. Do you see anything from Crowell this game? I was about to say I'm benching Crowell this game. Are you? Yep. This is a game that I would bench him. If that Baltimore's defense comes out like they did last week, he's not going to do anything. But, yeah, that's true. Um, Baltimore side, you see anything? I just the only upside I really see from Baltimore is given the matchup. I think Flacco has a chance to throw yeah. for like 250 to 300 yards. Yeah, Flacco could probably have a day and rank up there in top 15. He can have a top 15 type of day. I think he could have top 10, to be honest. He could. But just like right inside the top 10. But I'm not I'm not feeling comfortable starting anybody on Baltimore's team. Right. Even against Cleveland, that's mm-hmm. bad. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to put it. That is real bad. But whenever, after week four, talk to me about Baltimore, then there'll be a guy named Kenneth Dixon. That's whenever I'm going to start paying attention to Baltimore. <laughs> I like right it. now, Justin Forsett, who gets cut and re-signed, and Terrence West, um, I'm good. I'll pass. Yeah. Uh, anything else in that game? Nope. Well, let's move on to Dallas at Washington. I'm expecting better things from Zeke. I am too. I, I definitely am. I actually have him as my number two running back. Really? This week. Yeah. I'm going to put it on record. Nice. Zeke has a top two week. Nice. I like it. I hope he does. Yeah. I mean, he got a ton of carries last he week. He did. 20, 20 he came away with, yeah. 20 for like 50. 51. 51. <laughs> yeah. The runs I've seen of Zeke, the line really didn't block good for him. Like, hmm. he, he'd get to the edge, and then there was a lot of blue jerseys around him. So, Well, to be fair, the Giants did really improve their defense, especially the front, mm-hmm. bringing in uh, Oliver Vernon yeah. from Miami. and re-signing Jason Pierre-Paul. But, mm-hmm. yeah, if what you say is true, and they definitely got to you know, block better. Because that's why we're investing this first-round pick and early yeah. second in the Z, just because of the line pretty much. We're yeah. into the formula, not necessarily the player. Yeah, the situation was perfect. Yeah. I mean, as perfect as yeah. you can get. Yeah. But, hey, he didn't show up in week one, but he did score a touchdown, so that's encouraging. Mm-hmm. I expect a lot better things from Zeke this week. Uh, is Des going to show up this week? I have trouble ranking Des. It's hard right now. Right now. And I have him at 23 as a low-end wide receiver, too, which is sounds completely unreasonable. But at the same time, it sounds completely reasonable. It does. <laughs> so I don't know how I'm going to approach Des. Um, I can tell you, though, there are at least 15 names that I would rather start ahead of him, at least. I've... Fair enough. I mean, after what we seen last week, I don't blame you one yeah, bit. And just targeted five times. That, that's really a deal yeah. breaker. Uh, and people like Jason Witten and Cole Beasley dominating the yeah. targets. I think they came away with 17 combined targets. So, no, no, no. 26. 26. My yeah. fault. <laughs> well, I was thinking uh, Witten's catches. Or their catches. I think they had 17 catches. They may have had 17 catches. They had catches. nine and eight. So, who knows what those two are going to do. I mean, Witten, I Wanted no part of Witten, but it looks like Dak's going to be targeting him. And if that's the case, he's yeah. solid in PPR. Yeah, especially PPR. Yeah. Uh, I'm not so sure about Standard just because he never finds the end zone. Yeah. And once they do get in the red zone, it seems like he's going to be an obvious lock for the defense to focus on mm-hmm. just because of his size. And, you know, he's hard to overlook. He's chasing mm-hmm. Witten. Yeah. Uh, but I do think Cole Beasley can be a <clears throat> sneaky play and find the end zone. Really? Yeah. Just based on, you know, the options that are going to be eliminated. You assume, you know, Dez is going to be under control. You assume Jason Wynn is going to be under control. Mm-hmm. Cole Beasley, who had a day last week, mm-hmm. very well could find the end zone. Cole Beasley, um, maybe we get some running backs out of the backfield. Yeah. Do we dare say Bryce Butler? Bri- man, I like Bryce Butler. <laughs> I do too, man. I was calling for it early. But I mean, he, he showed out in the preseason. Yeah. so Maybe Terrence Williams' little... The vodka will open up the door for him. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Washington, I want no part of the running game until it shows me that it can produce. True. And really, the only person I want to own and start is Jordan Reed. 
I think Deshaun Jackson could have a good game. He could. Yeah, but, but it's just so hard to invest into it. Yeah, I mean. Starting spot, at least. He's going to put up Deshaun Jackson weeks. Yeah. He had a big week last week. He could follow it up with a big week, or he could follow it up with a two-catch for mm-hmm. 30 yards. That's that very fair. Like, if I started him, I wouldn't really feel confident about no. it. I think Kirk Cousins could have a good week, though. Kirk could have a good week. And Crowder. Um, I'm, I'm liking Jameson Crowder. Yeah, Crowder. I like him a lot from Especially last year. PPR. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think if Zeke has a good game, then Dak probably has a not a good game, but uh, a respectable game. I think he has a a good game, just not a good fantasy week. Yeah, just that that's a good way of putting yeah. it. He'll he'll have a good you know quarterback rating. Mm-hmm. And this should be a good game to watch. I mean, Dallas versus any of their division rivals yeah. is usually really good game especially to watch. when you got outgoing players like deshaun jackson on the opposite side josh norman as well yeah very that'll true. really bring out something in dallas mm-hmm. I and think. josh norman and dez uh, they faced each other it was last year wasn't it i have no idea i think it was early in the year no they played on uh thanksgiving i think really yeah because i remember keekly taking a pick six to the house i think it was thanksgiving nice, nice. but i know that they they were in a battle that whole game whenever they played so hey, we get to see that renewed. Yeah, maybe we fun. see a shadow. I kind of maybe like to see a shadow. I would, but who knows? Washington, uh, they don't want a shadow. I think they'd shooters. be more inclined to do it against Dallas, though, just because mm-hmm. Pittsburgh's offense is so much better as a whole as of now. Very true, very true. Uh, anything else in that game? Nothing. Uh, let's move on to uh, New Orleans at New York facing the Giants. Uh, this should be fun to watch. Yeah. Is Breeze and Snead and Brandon Cooks going to carry over into this week and just take yeah. the fantasy world by storm again? <laughs> I have Cooks inside of my top 10, which I think is understandable and fair. Mm-hmm. I have Willie Snead inside of my top 20, and I never thought I would do that. Really? Yeah, and he may not stay there just because of Drew Brees' history on the road. Very true. He does have a very shaky road history, mm-hmm. but if he performs, this game has the makings of another shootout. It does. It does, and I like it for yeah. a lot of the people involved. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm liking Breeze and Cooks. Sneed, I love him. I'm going to pump the brakes on him. So, uh, we'll see. Stay grounded about that. Like, I don't feel good about having him inside I don't, my top 20 at all. I don't know if he's going to be inside my top 20, <coughs> but maybe around 25. I think that's a good spot for him. Yeah, that's pretty realistic. So, I'm I'm starting him over Moncrief this week because Moncrief gets a tough draw. We'll go over that here in a little bit. But I think Snead's going to be really good this year. I like him a lot better than Michael Thomas, who I was real high on mm-hmm. right at the beginning of the preseason. <laughs> and then I just kind of drifted towards Snead. I don't know what happened there. But Breeze, solid. He can win you a week. Basically, single-handedly. I yeah. mean, and if you if you had Breeze and Sneed or Breeze and Cooks last week, I don't think you were losing. No, <laughs> I was in a uh, DraftKings lobby. It was one of those where you know, like a hundred thousand people in or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the guy who had the top score had Breeze, Cooks, and Sneed in his lineup. Wow. Yeah, I don't know why you would pair three three Saints in your lineup in daily unless you know something. But <laughs> I, I was just blown away by that. I mm-hmm. can't believe it. Wow. Uh, you see any good things coming from Kobe Flaner this week, or are you giving up on that? I, I'm not giving up on Kobe Flaner because he's in a great spot. He is in a great spot. But I'm not that high on him this week. I have him outside of my top ten. I've seen some Twitter questions, just people shooting, hey, I've got this guy, should I pick up this guy and start him? And it was, uh, I've got Flaner, do I cut him to pick up Ebron and start him? And it was, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have them right there, right next to each other. I'm, I have Fleener at 11, Ebron at 12. Would you risk cutting ties with Fleener to pick up Ebron for this week? Long term, probably not. Oh. No, because I, I do think Fleener will get it together. Chalk, I, chalk it up to growing pains. I hope so. I mean, it's a great spot. Yeah. And they target their tight end like crazy mm-hmm. down there, but they didn't really do it <laughs> last week. Uh, no need, I don't believe. But Mark Ingram... I'm seeing a nice game here. Yeah, I think, I think this will be fine. I think this is a good Mark Ingram matchup. I think he should definitely find the end zone. Mm-hmm. Now the other side. The other side. The other side. Odell 
He's going to have a field day, man. Yeah. He's going to eat. Eat. And that's why he's my number one <laughs> you got wide receiver and overall nice. player this week. Nice. I like it. Yeah, he's going to – just seeing what Oakland did to this Saints defense – Oh, Odell. And they lost their top defensive back, too, Yeah, between uh, now and then. Odell. I, I'm, I'm, this is why I took him number one overall <laughs> for matchups like this. Cruz and Shepard, I think they could also have nice days. Yeah, I, I definitely think Shepard should be in the wide receiver, low-end wide receiver three consideration. I have him as a high-end four right now. I like it. But that's just because he's still catching on and has some work mm-hmm. to do. I think Cruz can – you know, be in that same category as well. I think he can find the end zone and have a good day. Absolutely. You think your boy uh, Larry Donnell is going to find the end zone? <laughs> How dare you. <laughs> I'm at 20. So, even in a shootout, he's ranked 20th for me. I was surprised that he, I guess he's overtaken Will Ty. I guess. I mean, I, I'm not thinking much of it. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with Larry Donnell. <laughs> me either. Uh, Rashad Jennings. I think he could be a solid start too. Solid, that's a good way to put it. He's I th- maybe what he did last week. That's reasonable expectations, mm-hmm. which he was nice last week. I have no problem with what he did. Uh, San Francisco at Carolina. If your Panthers struggled last week, they're going to make up for it this week. Mm-hmm. I want almost all I can get of the Panthers, even Stewart. I like Stewart here. Yeah. I'm at 13th. I, I think that's very respectable because mm-hmm. this is probably a game where he's going to find the end zone. Yeah. And he's probably going to get close to 100 yards rushing. So I agree. I'll, I'm liking – Cam's going to have a huge bounce-back game. I, I feel it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, I, we'll, we'll see MVP Cam. We'll see Super oh, yeah. Cam. Oh, see. yes. Super Cam. I like it. And Greg Olson, solid. Kelvin Benjamin, we'll see if – it carries over into week two. It probably will. I'm expecting it to. Yeah. I've ranked him like it will. Where you got him? 15. 15? Yeah. Nice. I feel like I would be uh, very out of touch if I, if I, if I didn't do it. Because, I mean, I don't like him, but whatever. <laughs> He'll put up <laughs> points. Uh, I'll tell you right now, I don't, want, don't really want any part of San Francisco, no, San Francisco this week. Mainly because they're all the way on the East Coast playing a one o'clock game. Yeah. Tough defense, tough matchup. Hyde is somewhat appealing just because C.J. Anderson did very well against this uh, defense, and they're kind of similar players if you look at it. Mm-hmm. C.J.'s way better pass catcher, but similar build, similar running style. So I could see Hyde having a pretty good day, having a startable day. Yeah, where I'd say middle running back too, something like that. Yeah, maybe yeah. even high end. Maybe I, I'm selling him short. I could definitely see that, and he may be able to find the end zone if this offense can move against this defense. But yeah, that's going to sure. be tough in itself. Yeah, I'm not sure it's going to. Curly, I know I talked him up last episode, but taking the week off from him this week, of course. Don't, don't <laughs> as you should. Don't want that matchup. What about playing Gabbard in his floor like no other? Blank week off. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take the week off from Blaine Gabbert too. Uh, that's just, fair. Just avoid this this whole situation. I want all the Panthers I can get, and I want as few 49ers as I can possibly have. That's a good way to put it. I do think Carlos Hyde will put up respectable numbers, though. I think so, but this is also one of those games where game flow could just take over and he disappears. Yeah, that's and a good point. Not necessarily his fault, but. It's just a matter of this team keeping up with the Panthers, right. who I think is going to lay one on them. Mm-hmm. But who knows, Chip might just try to run the ball the whole time. <laughs> Moving on to Miami at New England. What I'm going to really focus on, just to see if I'm going to be proven dead wrong this year, what's Foster's workload going to look like and how does he look? Well, he's going through a little soreness. He didn't practice Already? Today. Yeah. They're chalking oh, it up no. to veteran soreness. Oh, no. Yeah, he didn't practice today. Or he might have been limited today. Is this Achilles? No. No, I can't remember what it is. Something minor. Well, that, that's not what you want to hear with a player his age, yeah. with his workload that he's had in his career. But I really want to see that because I'd rather eat my words now than do it at the end of the season. True. 
<laughs> get it over with. And another big question that needs to be answered, can Kenny Steele catch the football? <laughs> it's got to be answered this week. I know. I, I think it will be because I think Belichick's going to do everything he can to try to take Jarvis Landry out of the game. Absolutely. Unless maybe he still views Arian Foster as the Houston uh, Arian Foster <laughs> and sells that to stop him. I, I don't really know. I hope not. Who He's knows? smarter than that. Uh, he knew to take away John Brown out of any card in the last week. Very true. Very true. And another big question is, will Gronk be on the field? Yeah, he was limited today. Yeah, but he was limited all week last week, too. Okay. So, who knows? If you've got Gronk and he, you depend on him to start, you better have your backup plan of Chad last week mm-hmm. ready to go. If you don't, you might be in trouble come game time. And if Gronk's out, Martellus Bennett has to step up. Yeah, I, was, I think he's really going to feed feed off of Gronk, really. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he has what it takes to be a tight end one in this offense whenever he's the lone tight end out there. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Uh, Julian Edelman, what do you think we're going to get from him this week? I'm calling for a really good Julian Edelman day. I actually have him as my 12th ranked wide receiver. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to call it now. Nice. What about Chris Hogan? He had a nice week last week. Yeah. Um. I don't really know about Chris Hogan. I mean, sure what he did was very appealing, but it's just a matter of ranking him and just how deep wide receiver is. It's not yeah. like you're going to start him. No. Hopefully you're not. I mean, in my dynasty league, I mean, I'm starting some poor people. It's bad. <laughs> I don't have a single running back. I've got to start. I traded Carlos Hodge to get Andrew Luck looking to the future. Right. <laughs> looking toward the future. But – my best running back name wise is Jay Ajayi. Oh man, <laughs> it's it's ugly. That's horrible. Yeah. So I could probably start somebody like this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, let, let me rephrase that. If you're in the twelve man redraft <laughs> league, chances are you're not going to start Chris Hogan this week. Absolutely, I can agree with that one. Something else that's going to be interesting, just not really fancy related, but is Jimmy G going to start two and zero? I think he will. Thing I, I don't see a reason why, because I mean, or why not? I should say because Miami's nothing special, and if they can eliminate Landry from the mm-hmm. offensive game plan, then heck, they'll be lucky to put up thirteen points. Very true, and this defense is stout. Mm-hmm. So we will see. What do you think about uh, Legarrette Blunt? Legarrette Blunt. Yeah, I'm frustrated by it just because <laughs> I don't know what to do. I, I I just don't like him at all. Yeah. I would never feel comfortable starting LeGarrette Blunt. This seems like a game where he could be in line for at least a goal line punch in. Yeah, very true. I, I like James White this week mm-hmm. just because Miami kind of got after the quarterback last week, yeah. and that could lead to some checkdowns real quick. Definitely will. Definitely will. So, James White, I like James White better than LeGarrette Blunt. <laughs> that's how <laughs> that, I can put that's it. Fair. I don't like LeGarrette Blunt any week. I think I'd take Blunt this week in standard. Really? Just because of that touchdown upside. Not fair enough. I think fair he can I find mean, his way in the end zone. Christine Michael didn't find the end zone. That's true. But to be fair, that whole Seahawks offense was terrible last week. True. Very true. Uh, anything else in there? Jordan Cameron, is he worth mentioning? No. No? <laughs> I'm sad to say it, but no. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to Kansas City at Houston. This is going to be one of those games where if you're a Spencer Ware owner and you don't have Jamal Charles, you better be watching to see what's going on with Jamal Charles because if he plays, I think Ware's value takes a huge hit. If he doesn't, Ware's a solid play. He'll be probably low-end running back one this week. Mm-hmm. Not what you got last week because that was craziness. Yeah, and this Houston defense is really good, too. Mm-hmm. Very true. But he's still going to be solid if uh, Charles is a no-go. I'm hoping that's the case. I don't think he will play because, I mean, Andy Reid's not really saying that there's really a reason for him to play, nor is there a reason for him to play. Yeah. Spencer Ware is playing great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think this could be a solid game for Travis Kelsey just because Joseph's going to be on Macklin. Macklin can still put up numbers, but that's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. And if you look at it, their run defense is pretty good. Maybe 
their best option is going to be Travis Kelsey this week to move the ball, at yeah. least. And if I'm not mistaken, these two teams played in week one last year, and Kelsey had a really great game. He did have a great he game had in week one. two touchdowns, I know. I can't remember if it was them two playing or not. I'm almost certain it was. Yeah, I mean, he, he blew up last week, or last year, week one, <clears throat> without a doubt. Why don't you look that up for us? And if the Chiefs defense looks like it did last week against San Diego, Lamar Miller is going to put up a crazy stat line. Yeah, <laughs> crazy stat line. I do yeah. think they put it together, though. This defense is too talented to yeah, it not is. come together. It is. I just – they better not play like they played against San Diego. That was ridiculous. I now have confirmation these two teams did play week one there you in go. Houston. Travis Kelsey came away with six catches for 106 and two touchdowns. There you go. Maybe we see a repeat. Mm-hmm. I would like it. I love Travis Kelsey. He's one of my favorite players. Oh, yeah. He's fun to watch in the open field. Mm-hmm. Old baby Gronk out there. Yep. Yep. Uh, do you think uh, Fuller's going to carry his momentum over into this week? I have him ranked as a wide receiver three, which I think is fair. I'm kind of grounded about that. I've used that word a lot, but, I mean, that's easily the word to use after yeah. week one. Yeah. Uh, I have him at 33, but to – yeah, like I said, wide receivers just so deep mm-hmm. and so deep. I'd rather own him and start him instead of Sammy Watkins. I'll tell you that. I can get on board with that for sure. Uh, what about Hopkins? You think that he bounces back? Yeah, I think he does. He faced Marcus Peters twice last year, once in the playoffs and once in Week One, and did very well against really? the Times. Yeah, nice. Especially in uh, PPR, I'd say he's in for a decent game, decent day. More for standard, though. I think he could find the end zone. I hope he has a better day than what he did last week. Last week, touchdown saved him, but he it's kind of shocking to see him not as used as he was last year because last year he was dominating mm-hmm. early on. But, hey, who knows? Anything else in this game that needs to be mentioned? Quarterbacks, Alex Smith. No. Uh, what's his name? Oswald. Oswald. Yeah, I think. Alex Smith will be okay. I think he's a quarterback, too. I have him ranked 16th. I like it. That's about it. I like it. Well, uh, before we move on, let's take a quick commercial break. So then they go and make the magic tender power bottoms of and Bill Eady asked at the time, was like, yeah, we're done. What in the hell did he just do to my partner? Barry Carso's like, I'm, I'm going to become Repo Man. I'm done being devilish. He powerbombed into him into a gimmick change. They then brought in Brian Adams and made Crush. Crush then showed up. Darso became Repo Man. And Tenor went back to put on five-star matches with Kobashi and Kawada. There's the rant of the night. From high spots to low blows, Popping Out a Squared Circle covers all your professional wrestling news, rumors, and more. Check us out right here every Wednesday at 9 p.m. on WBLZ Radio. We got big balls! Who's got big balls? We got big balls! And I've got big balls! And she's got big balls! We got big balls! This is WBLZ Sports. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Nick Piccarelli. I am the mad scientist of sports. Join me and the rest of the Inscriber Radio Network live on WBLZSports.com, where we got balls. Doug Peffer painting a pressure washing. You know, Chad, he has over 30 years of painting experience. He's interior, exterior, commercial, or residential. Doug Peffer covers it all. Is your house looking ugh? We'll call on Doug. Doug Peffer painting and pressure washing. 404-966-3361. Mention WBLZ Sports and get a special We've Got Balls discount. That's Doug Peffer painting and pressure washing. 404-966-3361. You have no marvelous. Marvelous? Marvelous! You have no marvelous! Because we've got balls. WBLZ Sports. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
All right, we are back, and you are listening to the County Fantasy Sports Podcast, and we are going to pick right up with Seattle at Los Angeles. How is Seattle going to approach the running game is my question. I've seen today, Carroll said Rawls is going to start mm-hmm. and play more than he did last week. Yep. I think both should be fine. I think it'll come down to roughly an even amount of carries just because Russell Wilson has a high ankle sprain. Yeah. So that can go unnoticed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you trust in any of these two in fantasy? No. No? No. There are definitely 24 other running backs I'd rather start over either of these guys. Absolutely. I can get on board with that. And you mentioned uh, Wilson's ankle sprain. Yeah. How do you think he's going to do playing through this? I don't, I don't this? like him this week at all. He's not going to be able to run yeah. as much. And uh, the, the pass game, he's going to have to get the ball off quick. Because that front for Los Angeles is serious. Mm-hmm. So, I have him as a quarterback 10, and frankly, I think that might be a little too high. That might be a little high, yeah. just off the top of my head. I I think there's safer routes. I mean, he's he can light it up throwing the football, but you take away his run and there goes – his floor is gone. Yeah. So, who, who knows? I, I'm kind of iffy about him this week, and I wish that he would just sit, to be honest. Yeah. For but, sure. But something does need to be said. Doug Baldwin is a stud, and he needs to be treated as one. Yeah, I agree. And like you said, probably going to be some quicker passes. Mm-hmm. Doug Baldwin. Yes, sir. <laughs> he can benefit from that. And Tyler Lockett might benefit from it, Yeah, too. I just think we'll see a little more Tyler Lockett than we did last week. He might have some plays actually manufactured for him to get the ball Definitely. because he's I wouldn't be surprised if we see at least one reverse play to him oh yeah we're probably going to see that I mean he's great in the open field running the football the Rams offense is terrible yep I hate it I hate it for Todd Gurley yeah love I'm... it for the Titans yeah <laughs> love it for the Titans absolutely Todd Gurley I'm a Todd Gurley owner and I hate him right now mm-hmm. I don't really want if I could talk my way into not starting him, I would, but... It's tough. It's so you, tough. You can't. <laughs> but to be fair, I think you might be in luck this week just because with Russell Wilson's ankle and just how much Seattle's going to run the football, this game might be pretty close when it's said and done. Yeah, maybe. So Gurley might be seeing you know more reps, than, definitely more than 17. I just don't know if he's what he's going to do with them against this defense. It's the home opener. I mean... Very true. Maybe... He's a still a naive guy who wants to let the emotions take over. I can only hope. Maybe. <laughs> but not feeling comfortable with Gurley yeah. or any part of this offense. Austin might be the only other player that I would even look at in fantasy. Yeah, and that's just because of the 12 targets. Yes. They they try to find ways to get him the ball mm-hmm. because he is explosive. So, But other than that, no, I'll pass on everybody. Mm-hmm. We didn't bring him up in the uh, recap show, but Higby, the first drive, I'm pretty sure this of their game, he got a catch, and then I think he got the first catch. Yeah, I'm pretty. Sh- it was early, way early, and it may have been the very first catch, but and then it was like no more Higby. Yeah. Uh, you've done your job this week. <laughs> Go sit down. They should try getting this kid the ball more. Yeah. He's a very talented tight end, in my opinion. I think he's a poor man's Travis Kelsey. Wow. He's very talented. But, hey, if you're not going to try to give him the football, it doesn't even matter how talented he is. He's going to be talented sitting over on the sidelines or running routes for no reason. True. But, anyway, Rams offense is horrible. That's the theme of this show this week because I hate it. (laughs) Hate it. I took Todd Gurley over Lamar Miller even though my gut told me to go Lamar Miller. And I was like, oh no, let's go Todd Gurley. Let's follow my rankings that I've adjusted 500 times (laughs) that I put Todd Gurley all the way from 6 to to 1. Yeah, I'm stupid. I'm dumb. (laughs) Was that in our league? Yes. I didn't realize Miller was still on the board. Went very next pick. Wow. I'm so disappointed in myself. <laughs> uh, but at least I didn't end up with Devontae Freeman. True. True. <laughs> <laughs> Who, the guy that took uh, Miller 
accidentally drafted because he didn't see Ezekiel Elliott on the board. Which is very hilarious. Would you have taken <laughs> Freeman in that spot? No. I would have probably ended up taking Mark Ingram, no kidding. Huh? Our receiver. Yeah. Keenan Allen was on the board at that time. I would have probably ended up with Keenan Allen yeah. and been very disappointed. Yep. <laughs> so it could be worse. <laughs> yes, it could be. Could be. Uh, anything else in that game we need to touch nope. on? <laughs> Let's uh, move away quickly. <laughs> Tampa Bay and Arizona. Uh, Winston tore apart Atlanta's defense. Mm-hmm. You think he can do it on the road against Arizona? It's going to be very tough. Just because Peterson can shut down anyone. Yep. And I have a very bad feeling he's going to be all over Mike Evans. Me too. Me too. But Vincent Jackson, on the other hand, could be a very sneaky play because the other cornerback, I can't think of his name, but the point is he's awful. And if Jimmy Garoppolo can pick him apart, Winston can do the same. Mm -hmm. So B-Jax might have a good game. We might see a little more Cameron Brait. Mm, I, um, you can so Jenkins could possibly be involved, and Charles Sims could still have a pretty decent game. I'm hoping to see more Sims. I think that this is kind of a, a Sims type of game, but if Doug Martin's going to continue seeing a lot of work in the passing game, Doug Martin can benefit from facing Arizona too in the passing game at least. I see. I don't think he will be involved in the passing game because the reason why I think he was so involved last week is just because Tampa Bay had control in that game. They're not going to have control in this game. They're going to be playing from behind more often than not. They're yeah. going to have to go to their uh, pass-catching back, put them out in like specific sets and mm-hmm. formations. So I wouldn't worry about Doug Martin as a pass-catcher this week. Yeah, I expect Arizona to come out to play. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. sure Bruce Arians got all over them for losing New England yeah. without Tom Brady. And Gronk. Yeah. I'm sure he laid into them. I would love to have been a fly on the wall in that uh, post-game meeting. But – David Johnson, he's a monster. Yep. You're starting him no matter what. Yep. I don't care if you've got Todd Gurley and Devontae Freeman. You're starting David Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, David Johnson's my top running back this week, actually. I see um, Michael Floyd and John Brown bouncing back this week. I think they're both going to have really good games. And I think there's going to be a little bit of a decline for Larry Fitzgerald. I don't. Really? I, I see the opposite, actually. I see uh, John Brown bouncing back just because of, you know, he, he's involved in the offense. But whenever you look at the other two, Floyd and Fitzgerald, last year one was always up, one was always down. And with Fitzgerald, might as well ride the hot hand. I have him as my number 10 wide receiver. And that sounds ridiculous, but it can happen. And I wow. think it will happen. Wow, I like it. I mean, I don't, but. I like that you're willing to step yeah, out there and do that. I am. I'm willing to do it. <laughs> You've I got balls. John, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I think John Brown's a top 20 play. I actually have him at number 20, so um, that might be a little subject to change, give or take a little bit. But uh, Michael Floyd, I have him high 30s just because, like I said, you can look at the patterns early in the year. Mm-hmm. Fitzgerald was always on. Floyd was off and pretty much continued suit all year. One was up, one was down. I, I can understand that. Anything else that needs to be covered in that game? Um, Jermaine Gresham got some work last week, so, I mean, who knows? <laughs> I did call for Darren Fells. If you uh, if you forgot, I just called the wrong tight end to get a little bit of work in week one. Gresham might be worth monitoring in deep leagues. <laughs> Say you're a Gronk owner, man, and you forget to add somebody at, through the 1 o'clock games. You already know he's going to be available for the 425 game. Very true, I guess. I don't know. I might be reaching. We'll see. I hope it comes away with two touchdowns. We will see. Uh, moving on to Jacksonville at San Diego. I wonder if Chris Ivory is going to return this week or not. I, I've not seen anything on that yeah, situation. He was just released yesterday. Me, personally, I don't think he's going to play. Okay. Well, if he's not playing and Yeldon's got this backfield to himself, I think he can have a pretty good day. Well, we said that last week. Came away with 39 I mean, yards on 21 carries. Hey, he had a... Decent day, scored the touchdown, got some catches. That's decent. <laughs> this come from the guy who crucifies Jeremy Lankford for his 3.6 yards per carry average, and you're going to tell me that Jeremy Lankford is a starter who everybody <laughs> thinks is the next Matt Forte, and he's not. I'm well, sorry. Of course he's not, but... Uh, he's bad at football. I'll talk about that later whenever we get to the Monday night game. True. Okay. That's going to be my analysis. Jeremy Langford's <laughs> bad at football, but he's probably going to have a good day. 
There you go. All right. Well, uh, I have Yeldon at 22, and I don't really feel good about it. But I, I do get your point. There should be volume there. Against this defense, I think he can have a decent day. Better than last week. Yeah. So we might see, what, like 15 for 40? Something like that. Maybe. <laughs> 20 for 50. <laughs> a little Zeke game. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, something I'm kind of excited about. I kind of want to watch this game for this reason. A-Rob versus Red. Yeah. That's going to be fun to watch. Very fun. Two young studs in their respective positions. Mm-hmm. Clashing. But yeah. I'm, I'm thinking that this Jaguars offense going to really move the football against the Chargers. We've seen Kansas City do it yeah. last week. Yeah. So, and your boy Woodhead, I'm liking him a lot more than Melvin Gordon this week because mm. they're going to be playing from behind. Probably going to be like that most weeks now. That yeah, I Allen's think Woodhead's out. a top 10 running back this week. <clears throat> Who do you think uh, benefits the most from Keenan Allen being out for the season? Oh, definitely Woodhead. And Woodhead. Antonio Gates as well. Gates. Um, a lot of people are calling for Tyrell Williams to mm-hmm. be the next man up, and he very well could be the next man up, but just a matter of how much he's going to contribute. You know, I don't know anything about the guy. I'm, people see, you know, Matthew Bay or Sig or Mike Clay or just some respective analyst drop a name and they lose their minds over it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I at least want to see the guy at least. Yeah, C.J. Um, Spiller, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> C.J. Spiller. He got cut. He did you see that? I did. That, man, that's so bad, man. Yeah. I'm thinking that um, as well as Woodhead and Gates, Travis Benjamin's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you see the numbers from last week. He has seven mm-hmm. catches. Yeah, I think he might get a nice little bump with Allen being out. May not start him in this game. This defense is really good. Definitely. Don't want any part of Melvin Gordon. He was impressive last week, but mm-hmm. don't want him against this defense. They sh- they handled Eddie Lacy, yeah. and really that Green Bay offense. If you want to get down to it, yeah, I mean they held Rogers under two hundred passing yards. Mm-hmm. Um, Blake Bortles should be a solid start. Yeah, I think Allen Hearns is really going to benefit from Verrett being yeah ideally shadowing Allen Robinson. Very true. So I think Allen Hearns could have another high end wide receiver three, low end wide receiver two kind of day. Very true. And Philip Rivers, he's going to have enough volume to be. A low end quarterback one at worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, Julius Thomas. You heard anything about him? Sprained ankle. I'm not sure he's going to be listed as questionable. Of course. Yeah. Just have to monitor it. Right. Okay. I have nothing else to add. Um, moving on to Atlanta at Oakland. What do you think Oakland's going to do? I think they can have a similar game to they that they had last week. I agree. <laughs> I definitely think the same thing can happen. <clears throat> it, it's going to be fun to watch. Especially if Amari Cooper gets going like he did. Yeah. I think he might continue that little. I definitely think he does. And if he finds the end zone, I have him at seven this week in my wide receiver rankings. Mm-hmm. I, I don't blame you one bit. Where do you have Crabtree at? Um, a wide receiver three. Uh, yeah. Crabtree is solid now. Yeah. I mean, it's the best way you can put it. Yeah. He's he's like the Alex Smith of receivers. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> I knew you'd I'll, like say, that. I'll call him an older Alan Hearns. I'll an say. older Alan Hearns. <laughs> nice. Julio needs to get involved more. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the deal is there. I'm almost certain he will, though. But I know that he's dealing with a little ankle injury. Mm. I don't know if that's why he was so underused last week, because... Julio, last year, was used to seeing at least 11, 12 targets a game. Didn't see that last week. It was all Muhammad Sanu. Yeah. You think Muhammad Sanu's going to show back up this week? Uh, I think he has the potential to because, I mean, this game might very well be a shootout. It, I think it's going to be <laughs> for sure. And if Julio's healthy, that cornerback that got destroyed last week for Oakland was Sean Spence. Sean Smith, yeah. Smith? Yeah. He was the guy they signed from Kansas City. Paid him a lot of money, too. He better step up his game because yeah. a healthy Julio will destroy him yeah. if Brandon Cooks and Willie Sneed took advantage of the secondary. For sure. I 100% agree. That's why I have Julio at, as my wide receiver four this week, which mm-hmm. sounds low, but, I mean, I just, you know, you see the two good matchups up top and then Antonio Brown. Yeah. Yeah. A guy to monitor the backfield in Atlanta. I yeah. found the snap count. Did you? 
Yeah. Let's hear it. Freeman had 36 snaps. Coleman, 32. Okay. That's not encouraging. No. Whatsoever. <laughs> nope. Not at all. We'll see how it plays out this week. But at first glance, that's not good if you're a Freeman owner. I don't think it's the end of the world because I think they'll be playing from behind. Mm-hmm. So that should benefit Freeman. And as I said on the other podcast, the other podcast we did this week, um, he's the red zone guy. Go on work. So I'm not ready to write off Freeman yet. Understandable. And snap count's not everything because Theo, I think he only played like 24 snaps. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But he was putting up crazy numbers. So if they're productive snaps, it doesn't matter. All right. Uh, anything else in this game? I didn't really see anything worth noting. Uh, Jacob Tammy. Jacob Tammy. Might get involved. Yeah. He had a decent week last week. And uh, Matt Brown, I think he could be a low-end quarterback one. Yeah, I like Derek Carr in this game. He yeah. should be. Indy at Denver. This O-line's going to be tested big yeah. time. Big time. If they weren't tested last week, they're getting tested this week. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'm thinking that Indy's offense compared to last week is going to take a Probably a big step back, so don't uh, yeah. don't expect that kind of production again from Andrew Luck. I mean, not this week anyway. He might do it later on in the season. Down on Dante Moncrief, but this is the kind of game where he'll see more work than Ty. Yeah, because pass agree. rush is going to be after him, and Ty's he's a deep threat guy. He's not going to get yeah. time to finish his routes. Zero time. That uh. Pass rush for Denver is crazy. Mm-hmm. What do you think about C.J. Anderson? I think he's in for a really great week. What are you game ranked? Ten. Ten? Yeah. I think he's top three guy this week. Top three? Top three. Okay. Mark it down. Let's hear it. <laughs> I just, just watching him last week, facing this Indy defense, Yeah. I think he's going to have a big week. You very well could. I mean, that, just the eye test from last week and – the defense he's about to face, that's the only reason I see him as top three back. Yeah. And that's 100% fair. And uh, I can't wait to see what this Denver offense as a whole is going to do against a pretty much a mediocre defense. Yeah. Demarius practiced again today. Did he? Good. Good. He had me worried. I was worried I was going to have to scramble in a lot of leagues to find <laughs> a replacement or start. Yeah, that's your safe guy. <laughs> yeah, that's supposed to be my safe guy. He's not too safe right now. Uh, Virgil Green, well, he might he might show up this week. We'll yeah, see. I have him as 15 in my tight end 15? Rankings. Yep. And Dwayne Allen, I think he will benefit from this heavy pass rush. I have him as 7. Nice. Just kind of following up on what he started last week. Frank Gore, you... Not touching no, him. Not touching him. No, I don't want anything to do with Frank Gore this week. I don't blame you at all. Moving on to Green Bay at Minnesota. I hope this Packers passing attack figures it out. Because I don't think they will. They look bad against uh, Jacksonville. Um, I, w- I hope they do. They probably won't. But at the very least, I want to see Georgie Nelson with a long of more than eight yards. <laughs> that we can probably see. Give me- but in terms of this whole pass offense coming together and putting up you know blowout numbers, yeah. that's not happening this week. Rodgers has struggled the last four games against Minnesota. And I'm not really expecting that to change, seeing as this one is in Minnesota as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely doesn't help him out. This Minnesota's defense is stout. Yeah. And Eddie Lacy, I think he's going to struggle again this week. Mm-hmm. Probably similar numbers to last week. If you're an owner, I'm going to give you some advice. Don't panic. Hold on to him. If you are not an owner, buy low. Throw out a filler. <laughs> see, see if you can get him. Yeah. Like, throw out something that. How I do my trades is I'll offer a trade that I know they shouldn't accept, but I type in a message, hey, I'm, I like this guy. I'm, I'm willing to negotiate. Sometimes they accept it. And I'm like, wow, I just stole him. <laughs> Sometimes we're able to find a deal, and i got to give up a little bit more on top of the player I initially offered. I, these are the type of guys I target. Like Eddie Lacy struggles first two weeks. I'll, I'll, I'll make a call. Yeah, right. I think. Yeah, well, Jordy Nelson, I think, could be in that category as well. Yeah, I mean, if this offense does what it did last week, almost everybody in this offense could fall into that category because yeah. they've they've got an easy stretch coming. Mm-hmm. Like they shouldn't lose a game. 
really. Yeah, from now until the playoffs. Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. Minnesota. AP's got to get back on track. Yeah, I think he does. I'd I like to think he does. I have him as my running back three, as I said earlier in the show, and I'm pretty much banking on a huge touchdown run, for being quite honest. I mean, which I think is very possible. Oh, yeah. With AP, yeah. anything's possible. But if he doesn't get back on track and he looks bad, either buy low or press the panic button. Right. I think uh, really last week, though, he did a lot of you – know, he'd get the handoff and just do a lot of dance, and he wouldn't just lower his shoulder and run mm-hmm. over somebody. I think in a game like this, he's going to be more you know, inclined to do it seeing as it's a huge rivalry game, yeah. home opener of the year. Very true. Very true. And anything else in that game? Stephon Diggs could be a, another sneaky play. Stephon Diggs. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see who starts at quarterback. Yeah, I don't see why they just hand it over to Sam Bradford just yet. We'll see. But Stephon Diggs, he could be a sneaky play. Moving on to Philly at Chicago real quickly. Da, 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 da. Yep, Monday Night Football. Can Wentz do it again? I mean, he showed out in week one. I think this game very well could end up being a shootout. It could, but this is kind of one of those funny games. It's at Chicago. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is a nasty game. I mean, maybe scores 17 to 14 and there's not much going on. Just because both teams are just mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it very well is the case, but I, I'm I'm thinking Wentz can have a pretty decent game. I have Matthews in my top 20, which is a – since I never thought I'd ever use this year. Ryan Matthews or? Jordan Matthews. I hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I told you I didn't like my wide receiver <laughs> rankings. And to be fair, I also have Ryan Matthews in my top 20 yeah, as well. Yeah, I think you're starting Ryan Matthews if you got him. Yeah. He's going to be solid. Mm-hmm. And he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach Ertz probably going to miss. Yeah. Selleck maybe could see a few catches. Mm-hmm. And Aguilar, who's you know, got that big play potential still. Yep, and he showed it last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Langford, I gave you my analysis on him. If you want to touch on it, <laughs> um, he, he's got a good matchup. Yeah, I will say that he does. Crowell did twelve for sixty-two in a touchdown, so mm-hmm. Langford could find the end zone again this mm-hmm. week. And that Cleveland offense didn't really do much against Philadelphia, but they did complete two deep balls: uh-huh. one to Coleman, one to Pryor. So I'm calling for Alshon Jeffrey to have. A, a huge game statistically, but it's going to be a product. Like he's going to have to have a deep ball, yeah, which I gotcha. do think he's going to, you know, have no problem getting. Uh, I think he finds the end zone, and that's why Alshon Jeffrey is my number five wide receiver this nice. week. Nice. I've made a note in here that he's going to be around my top ten. He might be higher, a little bit higher, or a little bit lower every week yeah. if he's healthy. I'm going all in this week. Understandable. This is a good matchup to do it. I believe. Um, keep an eye on the rural situation that you mentioned. Yeah. Him and Kevin White. I have Eddie Royal ranked higher. Really? Yeah. Just uh, because, I mean, this game will probably be close. So, mm-hmm. like I said on the other show, who are you going to rely on? This second-year player who's playing the second game of the year who's not really catching on or, you know, a guy who's been there for, what, three, four years, knows the system? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, who knows how that plays out? I mean, Kevin White was a big-time, you know, I guess you would call him a sleeper among yeah, the you, you fantasy community. But maybe it doesn't work out like we thought it was, and then Eddie Rule comes back from the dead. And yeah. <laughs> if you notice, though, the past few years, he always starts off to this he incredibly white-hot start. He does. White-hot start. And I don't, I don't know. Maybe he's just that kind of guy. <laughs> I'd like to see Zach Miller get a little more involved. Yeah, I, I started him in the league, and I was disappointed. Yeah, I did too. There, there, be, there are a lot of people, myself included, who – Waited to take a tight end, and mm-hmm. he was the guy that everyone chose just yeah. because of the touchdown numbers he had last year in the second half of the year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jay Cutler loves his tight end, so, I mean, I'm not ready to completely write him off. But right. I but mean, we got to see it. Yeah, I, I want to see it this week. It should happen, if not this week, hopefully next week at the latest. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't happen, what do you do? <laughs> what do you do? That's pretty much it from that game, I'm pretty sure. And that wraps it up for the previews. So be sure to follow us on Twitter at the County FS. Check out our website, thecountyfs.com. Facebook page, we got one of those, County Fantasy Sports. Be sure to check out all the WBLZ stuff. You got the website, wblzsports.com. 
they've got a Facebook page. Go like it. And that is it, man. Look forward to some football on Sunday. Yep, on to week two. Until next Wednesday at 5 o'clock, I'm your host, Hayden Gibson, co-host Jared Chastain. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.